Coming up on today's episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour, how to create the perfect, delicious six-layer rewards parfait. When creating rewards, you don't have to limit yourself to just one type of reward. Layered rewards are way more effective and serve different purposes and accomplish different goals, both short-term and long-term. We'll talk about how to use payday, privileges, treats, the job bonus, the habit bonus, and mastery points, all to help motivate every member of the family to become their best selves. We'll also talk about how using layered rewards helps maintain good relationships and straightforward communication. All this and more, but first, the joke of the day. A young pastor was visiting an elderly sister in his congregation. In front of him was a large bowl of peanuts, and he was starving. So he helped himself to a few, and by the end of the visit, he realized he'd eaten the entire bowl of peanuts, and he apologized to the sister, "'Oh, I'm so sorry, sister, but I ate all your peanuts.'" And the elderly sister smiled kindly and said, It's okay, Pastor. Ever since I lost all my teeth, all I could do is suck off the chocolate anyway. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour. We are your hosts, Hannah and Fontaine Judd, and we're the proud parents of seven sons and six daughters, ranging in age from college student to toddler. We're both BYU graduates and the creators of Money Pants. Head on over to CaptainMoneyPants.com to learn more about what we do and what we're all about. We believe every person on this planet has been given at least one superpower to help them accomplish their unique mission in life. But the only way to unlock those superpowers is through work ethic. That's when greatness happens. And that's where Money Pants comes in. Money Pants is the complete tool set for cultivating work ethic in all aspects of a person's life. And today's topic is layering rewards like a parfait dessert. <laughs> uh, I think we should probably start out, Hannah, by if people don't know what a parfait is. It's a, <laughs> it's a, if you've seen Malcolm in the Middle. No, it's not. No, yuck. No, not like that. She, that would, is not, take, she would take all her leftovers on Friday and layer them. No, in. we don't want to give them that image Call in their parfait. head. Yuck, you No, a parfait dessert, it's like the, one of those tall, uh, slender glasses, and you've got like... Uh, uh, fruit and then ice cream and then uh, all these different layers in this glass slender glass cup and then it's like topped with whipped cream and a cherry and it's, and it's delicious and it's a yummy treat and so we want to talk about you know all the different delicious layers of rewards that we can create and use to help motivate our kids and actually not just kids but every every member of the family right. and that's that's kind of what money pants is all mm-hmm. about so, but before we talk about the layers, we need to just do a quick review and remind, like just a reminder about rewards. And the first is, remember that rewards are based off of supply and demand. The law of supply and demand that you learn in economics. If your kids have too much of something, it's not going to become a powerful reward. A reward has to be special. It yeah, no, the idea be, you brought up is, you know, if you've got a, I got a bag full of jelly beans here. Or my kid has a bag full of jelly beans, you know, in their room, and I offer them three jelly beans to do their job. And they're like, no. Uh, no. Because no, thanks, Mom. the reward has no meaning because <laughs> they have a plentiful supply already. Yeah. It's only when the supply is limited that the three jelly beans actually has. Yeah. So a, if your kids don't usually get candy and you offer them three jelly beans, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah Mom. <laughs> What do you need? So so that's the, the case with all rewards. And that's the mistake that a lot of have led, it has led a lot of people to think rewards don't work is because there's an oversupply. Right. 
And so you'll read articles about, oh yeah, rewards are not effective. Rewards are not effective if there's an oversupply. And no, we, we had that one mom who says that the rewards don't work because her kids, she offered them not just, not, not, she offered them like a quarter to do five minutes of work and they, they were not interested and they wouldn't do it. And I think she even upped it to like a dollar and they still wouldn't. All they wanted to do was watch TV. Uh. And we're like, there's your reward. Like, yeah, they have, they're getting their reward. They're watching TV. She didn't, she didn't realize, she didn't connect it. And we're, so, I guess we're going to talk about that in yeah, a minute. Yeah, but she but, thought, she thought, oh, re- money doesn't mean anything to my kids. Rewards don't work. And that's what we're talking about. Rewards aren't necessarily just money. We're going to talk about all the different types, the <laughs> six layers that we've kind of come up with, with uh, how, to, how to motivate. So that there's a bunch, there's more than just money. Yeah. So and we'll so, talk about that in a uh, so, and then the other thing is since we're talking, our focus is on rewards today. Not only do you have to remember supply and demand anytime you're dealing with rewards, then you got to remember that the whole idea behind money pants is to use what you already have to help motivate everyone. So leveraging what you have. And so a lot of times people don't realize all the the sheer volume of rewards they already have at their disposal like yeah yeah how much you already have that you give your kids that could easily be used to to leverage for them to make themselves better yeah for example one time my husband's boss out of the blue sent us all uh, all the kids in our family 100 hundred dollar gift cards and we're like, oh, wow, he sent them gift cards. And I was about to hand them out to the kids. Well, no, he had expressly said, hey, these are these are for whatever. Don't don't be responsible with this. Remember? Yeah, yeah, you this like is just for notes. fun. Have fun with this. And we and, almost fell for it. We, yeah. how, uh, Hannah, I don't know how we almost, we, we were this close, almost fell for it. We're like, yeah. oh, yeah, here you go, guys. Here's $100 each. And we went, stop, wait, time out. No. Yeah. Let's not do that. So this it, is a huge opportunity for our kids to do some great things for and to leverage what he was giving us. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Is so it? so we had a, another reward at our disposal and we were about to not use it as a reward. And the purpose of re- the rewards, of course, is to help them develop their talents or help them achieve something they want to achieve but to help motivate them. So not only do they do they end up with the gift certificate and and that, but they also achieved something that they wanted to achieve that they wouldn't have otherwise. Right. And so like one of my kids like learned how to read so he could get his $100 no, gift no, no, no. certificate. What, didn't he read like 20 books or something? It, it, it was yeah, it was a it was a good amount, but it was great because then he was excited cuz he knew how to read. Well, no, but and he had the gift certificate. But you sat him down cuz he was like, "Oh, can I how do I earn that?" And you sat down and came up with a game plan for each one of the kids. You're yeah. like, "Oh, if you do this and this and this, then Yeah, if you, you compose the song, mm-hmm. if you do this if you do that, okay, yeah, let's find a way to earn this. Anyway, but it's it's looking at what you have, what resources you have. It's not an added expense. And so as we're going to be talking about the layered rewards, the elements of the that we're going to be talking about are things that you were going to do anyway. Right. Money you were going to spend anyway or things you were going to let your kids do anyway but just kind of restructuring it into rewards and not letting some of those opportunities pass you. I think you need to kind of think of the family as like this, like a river of opportunities. And you're just, you're inviting the kids to come join you. Like we're going down this river and it's awesome and it's great. And there's all these opportunities, come join us. And there's a constant flow 
of opportunities that the kids can take advantage. I think it kind of needs to be framed that way. And if and here's the thing, if they miss an opportunity, the, the river's still going. They, yes, they missed that opportunity. There will be other opportunities in the future. It's not like, oh, well, too bad for you. Life is horrible and it's the end. No, there's a constant flow and you should always be creating more opportunities for your children because they should always be getting getting more uh, opportunities to, to develop and, and become better. So I, I like, kind of like that idea of, of this, this steady flow of opportunities passing by all the time. And use, like you said, Hannah, use what you got. Like we have so much, we are an incredibly rich society. We have so much at our disposal. And I kind of want to talk about that today. Like what are some of the things in, in a minute, but some of the things that we can use that we may not have thought of that, that you may not have thought of as a reward that, oh, it definitely that is. That could help your kids. Yeah. So as we're talking about layering rewards, we're kind of going to talk about different ways to reward and using them all together. And the purpose of doing that is in your family, You, everybody in your family has a different personality. People in the family are in different age groups. You've got teens, you've got adults, you've got kids, you've got toddlers. You want something that that will speak to it. Some of the rewards are going to be more powerful for different individuals in the family than others. Mm-hmm. So you want to approach yeah, it. Yeah, your jelly beans may not be a great reward <laughs> for your teen, but they'll work great for your toddlers. Whereas using the car, probably not a great reward for your toddler, but it would be a good one for the teen and, and so on and so forth where different and as you said different personalities like one kid may love social interaction and another one would love nothing more than just to be able to get on the computer like they they, they want different things because they're, they're different they're personalities different yeah. so for one money is the ultimate motivator another one social interaction is the ultimate motivator for another one a trip to the store is the ultimate motivator like every one of them is different so why not you know cast a wide net yeah. And get as many possible options to motivate your kids as possible. Because like you said, after all, the whole goal as parents, and of course as money parents, because we're trying to support parents, the whole goal is to motivate our family members to become the best that they can be, to, who, to fulfill their unique mission in life, to, to develop their superpowers, to truly become who they are supposed to be. That's the whole point. And if we don't focus on that, then nothing else really yeah. matters. So that's that's why we're using the example of our parfait is because one of those layers of rewards may is going to speak to one person and another layer may mm-hmm. be more exciting mm-hmm. to another person. So let's we're, get we're into, jump in, it. Jump into it. Yeah, let's okay. get into Num- it. Number, I'm just going to briefly go over the six. And here they are. There's payday, number one. Privileges, number two. Uh, treats, number three. The job bonus is number four. The habit bonus is number five. And then mastery points is number six. Those are the those are the six layers that we came up with, the six different layers of a rewards parfait. Do you, and so do you, do you want to talk about payday, number one? Well, pay, payday is the most obvious one. Obviously, you're using money pants. The kids are marking points. Every week, payday comes around. As we said, paying them in cash is makes the reward a little sweeter. It's, it's tangible. It's yeah, that physical it's... <laughs> manifestation of all their hard work. Yeah. We did that great and podcast so, about that. So yeah. Um, we, we talked about that at length. We highly recommend using cash. Well, no, that, uh, but that's integrated in the app. Like you, the app will not work and the whole system will fall apart if you don't do payday. And there's that there's that positive reinforcement that happens on payday. There's the parental recognition of your effort that happens on payday. There's the cash that happens on payday. Like even payday itself is multi-leveled. 
Yeah. And then, and then if they did really well that week, they even have that pocket money, the mm-hmm. fun money. Mm-hmm. It, and it's every week, though. It's consistent. It's every week something to look forward to and that gets them, ends their week on a positive note and gets them ready to start a new week. So I don't think we need to talk much about payday because we've done a blog on payday. But the second one that you must, must use is our privileges. Yes. Privileges. Don't overlook this. this. You and I use this. On a constant basis. We just it- used it today. <laughs> we just used it a- an hour ago. We just had lunch and we told the kids, hey, if everyone, you know. Straight- no, no, the kids wanted to go on a bike ride. They- yeah, they said, hey, can we go on a bike ride? We were in the middle of lunch and they're like, hey, after lunch, can we go on a bike ride? And what did we say? We said, absolutely. It's a great if, idea. Great idea. If you get your, your after meal chores done. Yeah. Okay. And so, and. <laughs> to, to my complete surprise. Two of our kids, our two seven-year-olds, went, um, kind of dropped the ball and went outside and pl- were playing on the swing set. It was the weird. It's not normal. That's not what normally happens. But for some reason, there was a disconnect. And so then, when the job inspector came around and said you didn't pass, they both came to us and, and they're like, "Mom, Dad, can I go on the bike ride?" And we had to say. No, well, it no, was contingent well, on you. I'm sorry, but taking you, care of your. I, 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 we actually turned it back to them and said, "Did you do your job?" And both of them were like, "No." no. We're like, "Well, there's your answer." And that's a bummer because I thought you wanted to go on a bike ride, but apparently not because you didn't do your job. Like, and it they're wasn't like, like this is a new concept. It was just kind of a. They're like, but a, but, just, a, a, but what if I do it now? No, job time's over. Say, well, maybe tomorrow you can yep. try again, but don't don't do this again. All right, you go take a rest in your room, go read a book or whatever, yep. but you can't go today because that was the that was the reward for getting <laughs> your job done. You know, but there wasn't an argument like, how could you? Or <laughs> they knew. Yeah, and they both they, they both they, little tears welled up, and they're like, oh no, I I don't get to go. And the thing was though, they weren't mad at you and me. No. They were just disappointed because they're like, oh, wait. What have I done? What was I thinking? Yeah. So so I want to talk about that, where anytime there's this question, dad, can I, blah, 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 mother, may I, blah, 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 that's an opportunity. That is an opportunity for uh, uh, your kids to earn a privilege. Yeah. Mom, will you take me to the store? Will you take me to the outlet will you take me to the mall can i borrow the car can we go on a bike ride like all of those are opportunities yes and don't let those slip away okay will you, <laughs> those ta- will you are... take me to soccer practice will you take me to the, the soccer game we blah, blah, blah. all of those should be contingent because those are privileges those are not rights those are not absolutes oh can those... i get on the computer we log me into the computer yeah, say, oh i'd love to is your job done is your weekly job done is your have you done your piano practice? Have you written in your journal? Like just and it, and you can look at it's right there on the app. You can look and mm-hmm. say, oh, well, you haven't done such and such. Why don't you go do that first? Yeah. Oh, can I go to uh, with so and so this weekend? Absolutely. Oh, no, no, Hannah, the best, the best, or when they get invitations to go and do things. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you want that. Oh, As a parent, you fun. want that. You want your kids yeah. to be social. You want them to be outgoing. You want them to have friends. Just make it contingent on them contributing at home and. Bettering themselves. It's great. Whether like, hey, I just got invited this Saturday to a party at Callie's house. Can I go? And we would say, absolutely. Here are the here are the requirements. No fees. Oh. Ooh, no fighting. No, so no fighting this week. 
and that's three days from now. So just so you know, no fees. Uh, your your um, you have to have earned your habit bonus, and your Saturday job has to be done before you can before go. Before you can go, and the kids will be like, oh, "Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll take you. And, you can go, and and they'll be all excited about it. you're ex- and you want them to go. You're encouraging them to go because that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. And but now they're motivated. They already had motivations though with payday. They're getting paid, and they're getting these these uh, uh, habits and things done, and they're they're getting money for things that they want. But this is that added layer of oh, and these privileges, these social interactions, these parties are a privilege on top of that. Yeah. So so don't... always link privileges like that back to the app. Oh back my goodness! To what yes, and encourage and be really sneaky. Encourage your kids to be social. Yes, you want that because you want them to be constantly invited to things because then that's the more more opportunities they have to ensure that they're on the right track. And then here's the cool thing is when they are on the right track, you can trust them when they do go to these parties. You have all the confidence in the world. They're going to make good decisions and make good friends and treat others well and be respectful. And it just alleviates all sorts of problems. Well, that's too. what we said to the kids who wanted to go on a bike ride. I said, well, you taking care of your responsibilities at home shows that I can trust you and you're making good decisions. Right. I'm not going to let you go on a bike ride without me accompanying you. If I, I, if you're not making, being trustworthy today. Mm-hmm. And so, so I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. I, I'm sorry, but no, you cannot go. So there's the, I, I want to talk about the, the if then principle. And we mm-hmm. love this where what you just said, Hannah, if you get your job done, then you can go. So it's, it's super simple. If then, just remember that. Yeah. If oh, then. and I always start with yes because I I naturally want to say yes. Oh yes, that sounds great. Because you do. You're a parent. You want. Your and kids then to you fun. go into the if then. Yes. So 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 Absolutely. yes. How fun! If, if you get blah, blah, your job blah. done, yeah. then you may go. If you go the remainder of the day being a peacemaker. If you. I'll take you to soccer practice as soon as your job's done. Yes. If then. Yeah. That, that's as your soon friend. as your lawn. Done mm-hmm. as soon as your room's clean, I'll be happy to drive you to soccer. And, well, I remember I would always tell you this too. I'm like, Hannah, go. Everything should go back to the point chart. All privileges, all requests, everything should go back to the point chart. Where if the kids want something, point them back to the to to their to their individual responsibilities. It makes and my say, job easier. Yeah, and you can just look, and it's all right there. And and I, I want to kind of extrapolate that onto back when we were poor. And we had the experience of not having enough We didn't money. have payday, yeah. We didn't have money, and so we actually used the points as a way. We still had some pri- a lot of privileges, though, we realized that we could share with our kids. And one of them was movie night. And yes. what we did is on movie, uh, on Friday, was it Friday night? It was Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Night. keep in mind, we didn't have money to pay our kids. So we actually couldn't use the reward of Payday yeah. of paying our kids cash for other things they wanted. We didn't have money. So so instead of that, we still used the points, mm-hmm. but it we made a movie night. Right. And it was the only night of the week that the kids were allowed watching uh, fiction, you know, movies. Granted, we had the TV on for school and stuff. Like they'd be watching their documentaries. Their documentaries. But, but for movie night, you know. That was a special night. It was the only night of the week they could watch, you know, one of their fun movies that, they, that we had. And what, the way we set it up, though, is if you earned $10, 
you could watch the movie. If you earned $15, you could invite a friend. If you earn $20, you could invite a friend or two friends. And if you earn $25, you could, we would spend a fraction of our food budget for treats or whatever. And, and that was how we set it up. Yeah. So even though we weren't paying our kids, we used it solely for uh, the privileges it it worked to a high a high level. And the, the the idea though, the really cool thing was everything went back to the app. Everything went back to the point charts. And we didn't have to try to remember. That was the other thing. Like, oh well I a lot of parents base privileges off of how they're feeling at the moment. Oh, Johnny, I don't feel like I can trust you today to go to this activity. Well, that's arbitrary and it's frustrating, especially as a kid, where you're like, wait, well, why not? Maybe mom and dad are having a bad day. That's just awkward and, and frustrating and kind of annoying. Whereas it's a lot easier for mom and dad to say, yeah, I'll take you. You can go as long as you've earned, you know, $3. Yeah. Right? And we're or, not saying, we're not saying like, because sometimes I, I will be like, you know what? I feel uncomfortable with this situation and I actually don't know why. But that's a different um, topic. But that's a different topic. That's not what we're saying. We're just, what we're saying is where you're like, has your behavior been good or I, you Yeah, know. we have, we have it. It's very clear. It's right yeah. there in the app and you can look at it and go, oh no, you haven't, you haven't practiced your basketball today. You haven't written in your journal from last night. Your and, room's a mess. And your, and your room's <laughs> your a mess. Your room hasn't been yeah. cleaned all week. And there you go. So it's, it's so. really sad. And so it takes the load off of the parents and puts it squarely back on the kids because it's their responsibility anyway. And it just, it alleviates some of that stress that gets put on the parents where instead of having to be arbitrary or having to try to rack your brain of, oh, wait, have they done what they've asked them to do? Are they doing? No, just look at the app. It's all right there. And so, yeah. that, and that's how we set it up. And I really like that because it just, Anna, it, it it takes the emotion out of the decisions and places the responsibility back on the kids of whether or not they want, if they truly want something, they'll work for it. Yeah. If they truly wanted to go, they'll make sure that their job is done and, and they're, they're, they've been developing their habits and those sorts of things. Well, what was interesting is when, uh, like I said, when we were when we were broke and we implemented just using privileges with money pants, and mm-hmm. that brought sanity back to our home. <sighs> Later, when things became stable again financially, and we began paying our kids, the kids came to us and said. We miss doing this. Mm. We really enjoyed having the movie night where where we had to earn a certain number of on, points. That actually yeah, helped us out. Yeah. Let's do that again. So then we, we combined it. We layered the rewards where, yeah, you got paid and you could earn this movie night. And it made it more fun. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, was another was layer of motivation. Powerful. Another layer of motivation. Yeah. Yep. So yep. for some kids, the money was enough. And other kids, just knowing that that movie night was coming, just gave them that little extra bit of motivation that they needed. And so they actually wanted that back. And you can you can use this not just for movie night, but maybe for, like we said, you know, for soccer practice or for a game. Or And, okay, let me just put it this way. If your son or daughter has to mow the lawn, no, and knows that, and it's set up, and it's very clear. Hey, you know your your weekly job is to mow the lawn, and it has to be done before your soccer or football or baseball game. And that week, they, they just get too busy, and they, or they whatever. And come Saturday, and it's time for them to leave for the game. And you look and you see that the lawn isn't done. You can turn to them and say, oh, "That's a bummer. I thought you wanted to go to the game, but I guess not." And you'd be shocked. 
two th- one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to start bawling and they're going to try to manipulate you. Oh, well, I didn't know. And, uh, and that's not fair. And you're such a meanie. Or they'll race and go and try to do it last second. But whatever the case, as long as you stick to your guns, and we'll talk about this in a minute, as long as you stick to your guns and don't chicken out and give them a pass, as long as you stick to your guns and say, nope, I, I told you I'm not a liar. I don't lie. I said that if you, yeah, I would take you if your, uh, you would be allowed to go if the lawn was mowed. The lawn is not mowed. I cannot take you because I'm not a liar. The kid the next week, guess what's going to happen the next week? They're going to have it done the day before. Yeah. <laughs> they will. I'm not taking the flip side though. What if you did give in? What if you did say, oh, I'll take them this one time? What if you just taught your children? What have you just taught your son or daughter? That tears and manipulation work. You can negotiate consequences, but also dad or mom is a liar. And we're going to talk about that. That's a a different, that's a whole other topic that we're going to talk about in the future about the three nevers. And one of them is to never, never, never lie. And we'll, we'll get to that. But there's a lot of power there in just sticking to your word. Yeah. And use it. And in combination with privileges. Again, and it's got to be very clearly set up. There, there can't be any confusion. Be very clearly set up what's expected. And again, that's where the app is. I find that to be very helpful because it's there. It's written, it, It's right there. It's on the app what their responsibility is. And you can type in the description. has to be done by such and such a time on Saturday. And there, it, there, there's no confusion. So that then when it's not done, you can say, oh, that's a bummer. I, I thought you wanted to go to your game, but... I guess not. Well, you know, one of the things that helps when you're doing money pants is because normally you're like, "Ah, if they don't go to the game, that's a punishment to me. I paid for that. Right. But with money pants, (laughs) you didn't pay for it. They did. Yes, because they have. They they paid for the code. And they have so much skin in the game. Yeah, they have skin in the game. So, So it kind of like gives you that little bit of breathing room where, hey, no, this is your thing. Yeah. I mean, it also helps to have a big family where you're like, okay, one less practice to go to. I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I, no, but like for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm fine no, if Hannah, we don't go I've to heard, soccer practice. I've it's up mom, to you, no, though. No, I've heard moms of three kids uh-huh. complaining about all the different practices. Could you yeah. imagine having 13? Yeah. No, they're just like oh, I'd be pulling my hair out. It, yeah. So, so, so it doesn't it doesn't rip my heart out if they miss practice that day. Oh, it's your decision, but I'm willing to take you if you've, you've done this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily want to, but I'm willing to. And we've had a few kids who wait to the last second yeah. and race around, and, and but as long as we stick to our guns, yeah, they know when mom and dad say something, they're, they they will stick to it. They will not change their minds. Yeah, and, sure. and and if they're late to practice because they were getting their chores done or whatever, let the coaches handle that. Right, and, and we've usually, done that as well. uh, Hopefully the coach will have them run an extra lap. If the coach or... has a modicum of intelligence, he'll be like, oh, you're late because you didn't do your family chores. You're late because you were shirking on your responsibilities at home? Okay, well, we have ways to deal with that. And hopefully you'll get that social reinforcer from the coach or the other um, the other people that you're handing your children off to. And if not, you might want to look for a different coach. Yeah. yeah. You want to be careful who the teachers and coaches are, <laughs> that they have a little bit of sense in their... Because if they're undermining you and they're like, oh, your parents did that to you, what horrible parents, you're like, oh, well, I guess we're done here. We're not... Because <laughs> yeah. that's not what you want. But that's a different time. Yeah. Okay. So that's number two. So the first one was the first thing that you can totally leverage. And the, for that first layer that we talked about was payday. The second layer was 
privileges, and that's a huge one. And there's basically no li- no end. There's no limit to the different privileges that you can uh, you can use to your advantage. The third one, though, is kind of related, and that's treats. And it, there, well, there's a reason why they're called treats because they're supposed to be rare. They're they're you know they're, they're special. They're uncommon. They're they're not regular. They're a treat. And I think, again, and I keep harping on this, but I think I need to be very clear. We live in a very rich society. Even 50 years ago, kids didn't have access to all the great things they have today. (laughs) The other day. Yes, I know what you're going to say. The other week, I took my son Falcon shopping. He's 12 years old. And we. He's a uh, very perceptive kid. I had got a box of the little Debbie snacks, the Nutter Butter Bars. Is that what? Nutty Buddy Bars. Nutty Buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're those little chocolatey, they're like Twix kind of with chocolate in the middle. Yeah, and it has little Debbie up in the corner. And and it says, oh, little Debbie's been around since the early 1900s. 1928. Yeah, something like that. And my son was looking at this and he was studying the picture of little Debbie. And then he shakes his head and he goes, Mom, I, I don't think this picture is very accurate. She's not smiling b- big enough. I, I think she'd be smiling and a lot more excited if she had one of these Nutty Buddy bars. Back then, they used to think raisins were treats. <laughs> <laughs> So a Nutty Buddy Bar would have been like this gourmet dessert. Is it my birthday? In comparison to, you know, the raisins that they used to think were treats. I thought that was pretty perceptive of him to to pick up on that. So, but yeah, like nowadays, like even like when I was a kid, oh my goodness, we had a treat once a week. And then as I got older, it was like we had treats stuffed in our freezer all the time. We had treats after lunch, treats after Mm -hmm. dinner, and just... You know, anytime we wanted a treat, we could have a treat. And it wasn't a treat anymore. It was like the meal, part of the meal. But the thing is, it almost became like an expectation. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. where's the ice cream? Yeah. Um, Okay, time out. See, (laughs) if that's that's an expectation in your home, you may want to just take a step back and go, tell you what, we're going to make these special. We're going to make ice cream or candy or whatever it may be as a treat in our home. And you know what? It could be maybe make it twice a week or once a week or only on special occasions or whatever, but make it special again. And there's that whole principle, Hannah, you talked about where law of supply and demand, mm-hmm. where it's only special. It only has motivational power if it's rare, Yeah. if it's not constantly accessible. A treat is only a treat if it's rare. So. so. But, I, I, but, it, but here's an example. You can, you can structure treats however you like, mm-hmm. but I used to buy like tons and tons of ice cream. I'm a big fan of ice cream. Oh, I love ice cream. Yeah. And so and I, I supported you in that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I would have, you know, a big family side so have like eight tubs of ice cream and then other little ice cream boxes of ice cream treats. And we'd eat a lot of ice cream. Well, instead I was like, oh, I want to make this more a, a, a more a, a special treat because everybody was getting into it whenever they wanted. And I was like, hmm, I don't like this so much. And so instead, I decided that on Saturdays, Saturdays, the day, Fridays and Saturdays are the days people usually do their weekly jobs. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's a little more effort because you still have your daily jobs and right. you have your weekly job right. on Saturday. And so I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to make getting your Saturday job your weekly job done a little bit more fun. If you, uh, Once you pass off your weekly job, I have a, an ice cream cone for you. Now, I'm just going to do a plug for the Nestle ice cream 
cones. The I love chocolate one. Those are, <laughs> Those are the especially best. the cookie dip. <gasps> cookie dip. Because I've tried the generic yeah, ones the and they're always. Cookie dipped, the, I love chocolate. The cones are always soggy. And yeah. the only ones I've found that I can stomach are the Nestle ones. And they, I don't know what they do, but the cones aren't soggy and they're so, the, they're just, they're the perfect. texture's right. Yeah. So I just, I'm not anyway. affiliated with Nestle in any way, but I just <laughs> so, wanted to put that plug in there because they're, Nestle ice cream cones are so good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, it made it more fun where the kids Friday morning were like, I'm getting my, I'm getting my yep. weekly yep. job done. And There's that extra motivation. Yeah. Okay. Hannah, they're already getting paid well for their weekly yeah. jobs. Yeah. But they're, it, it, it's that's just, already good money. But it was an immediate, like, something that just helped layer, them through another it. Another layer of rewards. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And so, and then, like, when I take the kids on outings, I, I sometimes get them ice cream when we're on, right. like, a weekly outing. Mm-hmm. But that's it. And the nice thing is I actually feel good about that because I, I feel like it's healthier for the family. We're not eating yeah. nearly as much sugar. Yeah. Now, for younger, for little kids, six and under, who are learning to do jobs for the first time, I will use very small treats to help them through their job. Like, I, I kind of break up their job into steps. Okay, first, we're going to do this part. And pick up all the toys. You're, the yeah, floor. you're going to put all the pillows back on the couch. Now mm. we're going to, you know, pick up the toys. And as they complete the steps, I'll give them a tic-tac, you mm. know, or they like uh, peanut butter M&M's. Those are those are popular too. Or you can also use any snack food that you feel comfortable. You, did, you said like your um, kids. like Cheez Its or popcorn. Yes, or... but only you can only use it for that. And there has to be a limited number. Yeah. And it, it, you set them up. And here's the cool thing. And we'll talk about this in a future podcast: how to motivate toddlers. Because you, Hannah, you have this down to a science. Oh yeah. Oh but yeah. <laughs> what you do is you set it up ahead of time. He's like, oh, here are the five jelly beans you can earn. You ready? And they mm-hmm. get all excited because they see this, in their minds, this giant pile of jelly beans. Five. Whoa. Because they never get jelly beans. And they're like, whoa, five? Not just one? Five? I can't believe it. This is amazing. Okay, what do I need to do, Mom? And they, they do a, a simple task. It takes them all, you know, 30 seconds or a minute. And you pop that jelly bean in their mouth. And they're like, oh, that was a great reward. Oh, I love it. Okay, what can I do next? And it's really cool to watch them do it. And you have, you know, you have two and three-year-olds actively contributing in the home, learning how to work and cleaning up after themselves. And it's really cool to watch and really fun. It's yeah. very, and it, very effective. Oh, and it really helps their confidence. Um, some people are like, why would you have a kid that young doing a chore, like cleaning the living room? Because they want to help out anyway. They, they are... like it. They like no, it. No, no. My and... two-year-old has commandeered the vacuum. He gets mad if somebody tries to take, because he wants to vacuum. He want, He sees us using a vacuum. He's like, well, I can do that. I want to use the vacuum. And so he'll... And he sees everybody else working at the yep. same time. Uh-huh. It makes him feel good about himself. And why, and not, why not reward him? Yeah. And why not cultivate that? That's actually that? the best time to start because by the time like they're older, then they're like, nah, somebody else can do the vacuuming. So yeah. so you want to, like when they're interested in helping out, that's when you want to start encouraging it, yeah. it and, and, and rewarding it. And it's a natural, it. logical extension of their desires. It just yeah. makes sense. So anyway, treats are immediate, small but immediate rewards that... I will use, but I don't use it for the kids older than six. So like my six-year-old, I'll say, hey, look, instead of rewarding him through his job, because now he knows how to do all the steps of his job. He's capable. But I'll say, hey, if you get your job done before the timer, I have five peanut butter M&Ms for you. Okay. And we'll talk about all those different techniques you can use in a future podcast. Yeah. But limit, limit the treats. Limit the treats and make them make them powerful and use them to layer layer your rewards. All right. Layer number four. And this one's a big one. 
This the, is a very important one. The job bonus. This is at the crux of the money pants system. If we are all about creating an environment in which a person can develop work ethic, if money pants, its end goal is to help every family member perfect their work ethic, then the job bonus is that layer or that tool specifically, specially designed to help us accomplish that. And the idea is, it, well, it's built into the app. And the idea is you get your job bonus by doing your daily jobs, all of them, if there's more than one, it's all of them, rain or shine, without missing a single day. That's how you get your job bonus. Yeah, so no, you do your no job every single day. No missing, no unexcused. You do it every single day, every single day, rain or shine. And only then, on the last day of the week, and you click that last job is done, you'll get that da-da-da-da-da-da, whatever the, or da-da, whatever the, the sound you choose. You get that little notification that you got your job bonus. And it's huge. And this is why. First of all, there's that reinforcement of, oh, we're rewarding consistency. And the only way you can develop work ethic is through consistency. And there are going to be times during the week that you just don't feel like it. I know because I have daily jobs and there are days where I just don't want to do it, but I do it anyway because I need, I want that bonus. I got to have that bonus. But then on top of that, it's really cool because when you get it, it's it's huge. The, the bonus itself is a large sum of money. It's 20% of your weekly earnings. It's one fifth of your total earnings for the week. So it's it's a huge, like if, if your weekly budget, you're supposed to earn $25 a week, then your bonus is $5 just by being consistent with your, so you get $5 for doing your job, but then another $5 for getting your bonus. So it, it doubles your money it double, that, for yeah. doing your job. And it's, it's huge. like that, And we've designed it that way. And we notice that, that that's a powerful motivator for consistent effort. Yeah, even when you don't feel like it. And I guess the flip side would be not getting that bonus or losing that bonus is a strong motivator to not lose it. Meaning, oh, I'm going to lose out on $5 because I wasn't willing to work for 30 minutes. Like, uh, or, or I'm 15 minutes into my job. I'm tired. I just don't feel like it. Oh, wait, I'm going to lose $5. Ugh, it's only 15 more minutes or I only have to wipe the table. I'm almost there. Like it's that motivator that really helps in the long term. And that's what ultimately leads to developing that work ethic where you plow through, you 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 power through even when you don't feel like it, even when you're tired, even when you're just not in the mood. And that's what that's really at the crux of the app. And the whole program is to 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 give family members that motivation to develop the, that tool of work ethic. Like that that's what we're all about. Well, you want to make sure that everyone in the family is aware of the rules of the game when they're when they're doing this that that there is this bonus if they don't miss a single day. Right. Everybody should be very clear on that. And here are the basic rules of the game. You have to do your job rain or shine. If you get an unexcused that's the dreaded That's the red, red X. X. If you get a red X, even one, you lose your job bonus for the, for the week. week. For the week. Yeah. Now, the app, though, however, if you have an excused absence, meaning you were out of town or you were you had the stomach flu mm -hmm. or something where you could not do your job, but somebody else still had to do it, but you could not do it, 
you still will qualify for the bonus. It just will not be as much. Yeah, we got to siphon off a little bit of that bonus to pay yeah, yeah. your, so, your subsidy. So you'll still be motivated. Now, you might be worried of, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. If somebody goofs up and gets a, a red X and they lose their bonus, they're, they're just going to quit doing their job for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, pff, well, I lost my bonus. It doesn't matter. Well, no, the app has that taken care of for you as well because they're still going to be motivated to do their job because if they don't, every time they don't, they have to pay a substitute. Yeah. They have to pay somebody Well, not only are they not getting else. paid for the job themselves, but yeah, now they have to pay a substitute. So, and on top of that, you got to remember why they're earning the money in the first place. Yeah. It's to get the things they want. Yeah. Like it's for that scout camp so, or it's for their art supplies or it's for new clothes. And so there's like all, again, there's all these different layers of rewards going on. And if they're not, A, they're not going to get paid for the job. So that means they're not going to get money for their clothing, which means they can't buy the things they want. That's the first thing. And then secondly, they're going to have to pay somebody else to do the job because it's their responsibility. The, the, it's job, their the job still needs to get done. Yeah. It's their stewardship. Little Johnny doesn't want to clean the toilet. Well, uh, unfortunately, the toilet still needs you're to be You're part clean. of this family, yeah. and that is your stewardship. So you're going to have family. to pay somebody, but not just pay them the same amount you would have been paid. No, you're going to have to pay them extra because they did their job as well. So they're having to work overtime. Yeah, so it's only fair that they get paid a lot. <laughs> it's <laughs> because, and, and we're trying to motivate, you know, if somebody's double motivations here, somebody who's already done their job, they're tired. So to do somebody else's job, it's got to be a hefty half, amount. Another half hour of work, another 20, 30 minutes of yeah, work. But also, if little Johnny is like, eh, I don't care, it's only three cents if I, don't, if I have to hire somebody else, then it won't be a strong enough motivator for him to avoid the having to hire a substitute. So the, the substitution fee has to be significant enough to motivate the substitute, but also ideally to motivate the person to not get a substitute in the first place. Yeah. So there, there are negative consequences in place, but we found that the positive consequences of of working towards getting that bonus, mm. that's what keeps people going even when they don't feel like it. No, no, Hannah. Even if there is a good... I'm approaching the end of the week. And, and you're I'm burned tired, out. I'm like, I've been going so hard. I need I'm to like, take a break. Oh, boy, I'm one more day away from getting my bonus. I, and can't, I'm look- I can't not do it And now. I'm looking, and the thing is, all during the week, it's just, it seems like a pittance where I'm like, oh, I've only earned 50 cents for this and 75 cents for that. And it, the amount that I've earned during the week seems to grow really, really slowly until those last couple of days. And then especially the last day when I when I get my job bonus and then, you know, my, my money doubles. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. All's right with the I world again. Yep. <laughs> And it is. Hannah, you mentioned this in a previous uh, podcast where you're like, it it feels every week feels like a marathon to get everything done that you need to get done and that you want to get done for yourself. It does. It feels like a marathon. Well, and when you hear that, that sound of getting your, yeah, when you hear that, that uh, our app doesn't make a lot of sounds, but it makes a noise when you get that bonus. And and for some reason, it, it makes you feel like you just crossed a finish line. And it's just like, oh, I did it. Yes. And I, love that <laughs> I made it through there. Okay. So And then, so that's number four, is the job bonus. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge one. That's huge. Uh, related, though, is number five. So now we're on to l- the parfait number uh, layer number five, which is the habit bonus. Yeah. And we, I guess we kind of touched on this where... You 
when you earn your habit bonus, it's identical to the job bonus in that it's also one-fifth of your income for the week. 20% of your income for the week is your habit bonus. So It's a huge chunk of your income. 20% is your job. 20% is your job bonus. 20% are your habits. And then 20% is your habit bonus. And then the last 20% is your weekly jobs. So a large portion of your weekly earnings is that habit bonus. And this one, this, this one's so critical because it's so hard. But this is where you are true, literop,ing your superpowers. Yeah, the, the habits—that's what your habits are. You're well, it's to develop also your where you're developing balance in your life too, because you're not just working on academic skills. You're mm-hmm. not just working on talents. You're not just working on cleaning the house. You're becoming well-rounded. It's, you're becoming whole. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're you're working on your spiritual well-being. You're working on your academic, your mind. Mm-hmm. You're working on um, your, your all, all these Hannah, capabilities. So good. Your it's social so good. Skills. It's so good though because I, Hannah, it takes a, one of my habits is to develop my mind, and I'm I'm watching masterclass, and the the lessons are like seven or eight minutes long, and it's not like it's this big task. But if I didn't have that as one of my habits, I just wouldn't do it because setting aside the time to do that, I just don't, it's not a, a priority in my life. But but you do something like that every day and it builds up and oh, it oh, affects oh. you. And I was thinking about that because another one of my habits, and I was just thinking about this yesterday, one of my habits is to do a good deed every week. It's a weekly habit. It's not every day. I'm like, I can't handle doing something like that every day. I'd go, I, I'm just not at that level yet. I'd be overwhelmed, yeah. But I'm like... I should be doing a good deed every week. Now, yes, I'm an Eagle Scout, and our, one of our mottos is, you know, do a good turn daily. I'm, I'm going to put I'm going to put that aside, and I'm, I'm just going to do a a good a good turn every week. And you know, I'm every day I say something nice to somebody. Sure, you could count that, but no, I'm talking like going out of my way to do something kind for somebody once a week. I can do that. And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, how long would that take me? Ten minutes? Write a nice note to somebody, put it in the mail. Or send a kind email, or you know, just some go out of help my, a neighbor yeah, out, yeah, go to a neighbor's house, help for, someone move, yeah, just something simple like that. And I thought about it. I'm like, during the course of a week, how many hours are in a week? And I can, I can't spend a half hour helping somebody out. Sure, I can. And then at the end of the year, I've done that 52 times. I've done an act of service or an act of kindness or some good deed. 52 times. And I can look back at my year and go, yeah, that, that, what a level of satisfaction for me personally to go, I am becoming a better person. And mm-hmm. I can, I can look at that and go, that's a great goal. Ha. Huh. Anyway, so. Well, well, yeah, I have a similar one where, you know, my kids are all growing up so fast and, but I have a big family and I'm always busy. And mm-hmm. one of my goals is to spend one-on-one time with one kid right. each day. Right. Uh, you know, just take them on an outing, spend time just with that kid, like take them with me shopping, just that just that one person. And that has meant a lot to me because I'm like otherwise they'd all grow up and I y- you almost feel like you don't know them if you haven't spent that yeah, individual that's time. That's the thing though, in our society we're all very busy. Yeah. And even if you only have two kids or one kid, well, a lot of kids. people, both you, parents work, it, yeah. you know, you're juggling a lot of things. And you only have so many hours in the day and 
all of a sudden the years like pass. And well, no, what was it, the Disneyland commercial? You've only got 17 summer vacations to take your kids to Disneyland. <laughs> you're like, when you put it that way, you're like, whoa. And I never I've thought of that. I've already used up 12 of them. I've only got five left. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where it goes by quickly. And so, so having those habits in place and working to achieve them. Yeah. I'm getting paid for it. Yeah. But, but I have these little motivators in place, but ultimately me doing the habit is the, it gives me such a high level of satisfaction. Right. And so that's how all your habits should be, where there are things that you want to see yourself doing. And so the habit bonus, how how it works. Yeah, yeah let's talk about is how, the, the semantics. You here. have 10 habits, and that's a lot. That may not seem like a lot. You know, oh, only 10 habits. It's actually a lot, and it's very very difficult to get all 10 of your habits done every day. It's um, very difficult. Confession time. I have never gone an entire week where I did 100% of my habits. I've never done it. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really, it's really, really hard. I have never. Really I, and hard. I have, okay, and just so you know, I have habits like brush my teeth. That's one of my habits. <laughs> no, I almost always do that Valkyries one. is eat fruit. <laughs> so. It's not like I'm doing these grandiose uh. habits. It's just... It's really, really hard. So what we did is we sat down and we're like, okay, to try to accomplish 100% of your habit, that's just that you'd have to be superhuman. It's just not possible, especially if you've developed kind of a, a, a balanced approach. Yeah. So what we did is we said, we, we don't want people getting discouraged and so, like, oh, I so never the way, get the bonus. In order to earn your habit bonus, you have to earn at least 75% of your habits uh, or 75% of your total habit points. So between your daily habits and your weekly habits, you have to earn, say, you know, you, you're supposed to earn a thousand points. Uh, if you already earn all your habits, you'd earn a thousand points, right? Well, you have to earn at least 750 of those to get your habit bonus. And it can be a combination of daily and weekly habits. It doesn't matter. Just 75% is that magic number. And once you hit that magic number, boom, <laughs> and you'll get that bonus. And like we said, the reason we did that is because it's just, it's really, really difficult to get 100%. Yeah. It's actually really can, hard to get 75%. Yeah, if you can get 75% of the habits on your habit list done every week, you're going to be progressing at a rapid rate. And just a, <laughs> It'll be extremely satisfying. And anyway, so with the... With the habit bonus, you'll see on the app at the top, there's a blue line that goes across. Mm -hmm. And as it, it, it lets you know how close you are to getting that habit bonus. You can tap bonus. on the blue line too. It'll tell you how many more points yeah. you need to earn. And so, yeah, if you tap on it, it will let you know, hey, you just need four more points, you know, and it just, it gets you going. It, it keeps you going. So you're you're constantly working on, on that. And just one other total side note, but with the habits, and we've mentioned this before, but one of them is your priority habit. And it's worth, I think, roughly four times the amount of the other habits. So if you have a, if you have a daily habit worth ten points, then your priority daily habit would be worth forty. If you have a weekly habit that's worth a hundred points, then a priority weekly habit would be worth four hundred. Yeah. So everybody gets to pick which of their habits is the most important to them, mm -hmm. and it, it shows up in bold on their list of habits, the one that's their priority habit, and it's worth more. Now it used to be before we introduced weekly habits. Uh, and we only had daily habits, uh, it used to be, not anymore, but it used to be that in order to get your habit bonus, you had to accomplish all of your priority habits every day. Couldn't miss a day. We, that was how it's set up. Now that we've introduced weekly habits, it, the math doesn't quite 
work the same way, but the same concept is there. Focus on your priority habit. Focus on yeah, making if, sure. If nothing else, that, make sure you get that priority and one And you'll done. be well on your way yeah. to getting your bonus. Okay. So that's number five was the fifth layer of your, your rewards parfait was the habit bonus. And number six is mastery. Mastery points. And this is... Uh, this is kind of like the long-term layer where yeah. this, is, this isn't uh, uh, hourly or daily or even weekly. This is month or even, even yearly. This, this, is a, this is a long-term, this is a big, this is a big deal. And this is kind of how the whole money pants system kind of funnels into this concept of long-term development of character. And that's where mastery comes in. And we're going to spend, we actually don't have enough time. There's too much to cover. Yeah. So the next podcast, we're going to talk about the whole mastery concept and how it works and how to use it and how to use it to your advantage. Because it's huge. The, the mastery, being able to utilize mastery to your benefit, your kids are going to love it. And because it works really well, especially for the older kids. Yeah, younger kids, um, six and under, and even under ten, they 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 need more frequent, immediate rewards. Mm-hmm. Whereas kids older than ten, older than twelve, you know, young adults, teens, adults, they're able to grasp long term rewards, and it, we these are actually more important to your teenagers. Than, than the smaller, more frequent rewards. And so, for example, some people will say, you know what, I, I, I did money pants with my kids, uh, with my teenagers, and they don't care. They have a job that pays this much per hour, and I, I can't pay them that much, not with my income. Right. And, and so they're like, nah, I'm not going to contribute at home. I'm just going to do my, my, my job here. Well, so for teenagers... A, the privileges are a big deal. Yes. But B, having a long-term, having having the bigger, the bigger goals makes a huge difference for them. So, for example, our son, when he was 12, he was a little bit behind in scouting. And we wanted him to get his Eagle Scout award by the time no, he was 16. He wanted to get his Eagle. He wanted to. We he knew, was working we on it. We knew, though, that after about age 16, the, the drop-off rate for Eagle Scouts is really steep. Mm-hmm. And so we said, you know what, let's let's kind of put a cap because you can earn your eagle up until you're 18. But we said, you know what, if you don't get it by the time you're 16, you're probably not going to get it. I think it's like one percent after age 16 get their eagle. It's like really low. So we're like, tell you what, we're going to set it up so that we're going to set give you this great reward for if you get your eagle before you turn 16. And we knew it was going to be hard because he was already behind. And I was working crazy hours and I wasn't able to give him the attention I needed. And we knew he needed And we were financially struggling. Uh And so we couldn't even give him the financial support. Like for the camps and and things like that. Right, because camp was like 350 registration. And and so we said, look, we have this cool car in the garage. It doesn't work, (laughs) but it's a cool car. If if you get this, uh, if you get your Eagle Scout before you're 16... The car's the car's yours. Boom. Now, he took it from there, and so no, no. And this is so, a twelve-year-old. A twelve-year-old understood delayed gratification, something that a reward he was going to get four years from then. So, yeah. they clearly, they can understand. By the time they're actually, I think, by the time they're eight, they're starting to understand the concept of delayed gratification within you know weeks and months. And by the time they're twelve, we've proven it that delayed gratification can be for years. And it's a great, what a great lesson to learn 
when you're young about delayed gratification. And so what he did, he did. He worked very hard. And we're not going to go into this, the details, but he, he got his eagle before he turned 16. And we handed, we handed over those keys. And in hindsight, we don't recommend this. We should have said, we should have framed it a little differently. We should have said, if you get your eagle before you're 16, you'll have access to the car. And once and then, you move out. And then when you move out or go to college, then you can have it. Then you can have it. That's what we should have said. We, yeah. we, we kind of framed we, we We framed were rookies. It, we, <laughs> we framed it off, just a little off, but the, the concept is correct. Yeah. And most parents, they want, you know, they have a car. They want to give their kids a car. They're planning on giving their kids a car. Or a trip to Europe. Or, or a, yeah, they, they want them to go on the high school trip to Europe mm-hmm. with their Spanish or with their, I don't know, French class, whatever, uh-huh. you know, AP Euro class or... Uh, you know, they, there are things that you want to give your kids anyway. Anticipate that and know mm. that you're planning on doing that and then set it up. Right. Set it up. Say, hey, Something these you, grades. Leverage or, what, you're already, what you already have, what you're already planning on doing. That, that river of opportunities is already flowing. Why not leverage that to your advantage? Yeah. Don't, when your kid turns 15, don't go get them a car for their birthday. And just hand it to them. Horrible mistake. Well, no, you're missing this opportunity. Yes. Where, wait a minute, how about the car and all the skills that an Eagle Scout developed? Give that to your kid as well. So they're they're not just getting something, they're getting character, Mm -hmm. developing character and talents and a well rounded abilities that they get through going through a program like that and so you could do the same thing with music you could do the same thing with with school and and their progress in school but set a long-term reward and then when they fill in their habits they'll fill in habits that support that and they're going to be very invested in making sure they they they're achieving i like how it's all integrated i I like that a lot yeah but then like with our son with with scouts he was also motivated to earn the money each week to pay for the scout things right and then during the summer he took his own initiative and started mowing lawns to earn extra money oh he was it it worked really really well and having these long-term rewards set up is a very strong motivator for long-term um, work ethic and development of talents and abilities. Yeah. Okay. So, and that, so okay. yeah, but that's very important. The older your kids get, it's, it's important to be thinking of more long-term, bigger rewards for, for longer-term and achievements. I think most parents do have those in mind, but they've never really codified them, never really spelled them out. But I think that they've always kind of been there like, oh, I wish my kids could do such and such. Well, why not plan for it? Yeah, but using what you already have. Exactly. You're you're already planning on doing it. You know, it's something yeah. you you did when you were a kid and you want that for your kids and it's in the budget and it's, yeah, use it to your advantage. Use it. Give, give them more than just the car. Give them more than just the trip to Europe. Give them more than that. So to kind of wrap this up, when you're layering rewards, I, I think there's a couple of key, key concepts here. One, you're missing a huge opportunity if you're not using these rewards to your advantage. Because after all, what's the point? The point is to help everyone develop their work ethic and to develop their superpowers. That's, that's the whole point. And that's that's kind of everything that we do as parents. Um, and I wanted to point this out, though. If you find yourself getting discouraged as a parent or you start second guessing, like, oh, I withheld this reward from them because they didn't earn it and I feel so bad. And, oh, now they're not going to get to go to the blah, blah, blah. They, they're not going to get to go play in their football game. Or, oh, I, I'm such a bad parent for ho- keeping my kid home from soccer practice. Uh-uh. 
Remember this, I love this quote. It says, leadership is getting someone to do what they don't want to do in order to achieve what they truly want to, to achieve. Let me say that, let me explain that again. Leadership, which is what you are as a mom or a dad, you're a leader. Leadership is getting somebody to do what they don't actually want to do in order for them to accomplish what they truly want to accomplish or to achieve what they truly want to achieve. The, the idea is uh, your job is to help them through the hard times to, to accomplish what they truly want. And that's what this layering the rewards does. It helps them through the nitty gritty, tedious, you know, not glamorous well, and that, and work. That, but that's that, just it. You have to remember that as the parent, and we love this analogy and we think it's spot on. You're the parents. You're not the peer. You are the coach. You're not the player. Your kids are the players. You're the coach. As the parents, it, it's your, you are the leader. And so it's your job to be a leader and to lead and to give, set up these rewards, but also to stick to it. Um, um, being, being a coach is so much more effective, but, but concentrating on layering rewards is one of those great tools at your disposal. Um, and remember, you're, you're not punishing your kids. You're motivating. And we got to get away from the punishment mentality. It's not, it is not about punishment. The point is to give your kids bountiful opportunities to develop into who they can be and let them pick and choose how many of those opportunities they want to take advantage of. And then when they don't, you can be genuinely disappointed of, oh man, I really thought you wanted to go on the bike ride, but I guess not because you didn't do your job. And you can be upset and disappointed because you know, oh wow, I, I really thought you, you wanted to. And that's one of the great things about it is it, and I guess we should talk about that. What are the benefits? What are the benefits of using layered rewards? And that's one of them is no anger. You, your kids, it's, it's, it's up to them where they're the ones who get to choose the reward and it eliminates fights and arguments, which is really cool. Like they, they can't get mad at you. When we had, when we told our kids they couldn't go on the bike ride, it wasn't my choice. It was their choice. Like, they have nobody to get mad at except themselves. Yeah, and it's nice. I'm not mad. They're not mad at me. It, it actually it preserves your relationship. But also, you are offering rewards. You're like, hey, if you get this, absolutely, yes, you can go on that bike ride. Yeah, you know, okay, yeah, I wanna, if you yeah. get this done, yes, I'll, yeah, I'll let you go. And, you have this, and I'll pay you. you and this, I'll do this. You have this smorgasbord oh, of I'm rewards. I'm so sorry you yeah. didn't do it. Dang it. You have this smorgasbord of rewards that you're offering your children. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when they don't do something right or they, they mess up or they, or they break a family rule or whatever, or they don't do their job, the punishment is simply the lack of reward. It's that's like, the best. It really is. Because I think God works that way, actually. Well, a lot of times of, he has all ways. those blessings. And how many blessings do we miss out on? Because we didn't because do what... We, yeah, yeah. I think I, a lot I, I think of times right. that's it. I mean, he has the punishments in his pockets, too. You know, he might smite you. But... He's got the smite button. He's got his finger on that smite button. <laughs> yeah, but I think no, but most I, of the time I, it's I agree, like, hey, Hannah, you know. I think he's got uh, all these rewards just waiting for us to, oh, oh, they did that thing good. Yay. All right, Angel Bob, go give them that reward. Yeah, it's, go, it's not so much the there. punishment as you missed out on the rewards yeah. that could have been yours. So, so I, I think I think it's a true principle, like right. a true. A good way to run the home. 
It's a good way to run the home. It's a good way to lead your family. It's a good way to have uh, to establish relationships too with your children. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a correct principle. Another another benefit. So one of the benefits was they they don't get mad at you, but another benefit is you don't get mad at them. And you just said this, Hannah, where mm-hmm. you know you don't have to get mad at all. Where you, you say, oh well, I'm really bummed. You didn't. You get can to go be on the, sad with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> you bummed you didn't go on the bike ride. I, I actually am sad. I, I would have loved for you to have gone. I'm really That's bummed. That's disappointing. That, you must feel so disappointed. I'm really bummed you didn't get to go to your soccer game because I know you were starting forward this week. Aww. That really ah, how frustrating. Well, I hope you you remember it, and I hope you learn from this. And next week, I'm I'm guessing, I hope so, that you're going to do your job. Yeah. I mean, I know it's up to you, but I, it really is. A, that's a real bummer. I'm, I'm really disappointed for you. Or, wow, I'm really bummed that, you know, you can't use the car this week. And I know it's the, the big dance. And, huh, but, you know, we set it up that you had to do these things in order to use the car and you didn't do them. Mm, boy, I, yeah, that's too bad. That's disappointing. Yeah. And you can be sad for them, but it, it gets rid of manipulation both ways. Right. Them manipula- manipulating you or you manipulating them. And, you know, nagging them or, you know, putting them on guilt trips or, or anything like that. No, it, it's just very straightforward, which is refreshing. And well, it reminds it's, me, of, I had a class, I think it was my sophomore year, and the teacher, I had missed a question on the test. And I went to the teacher and it was the difference between an A and a B. And I went to the teacher and I'm like, I knew the answer. I just, I misread the question. I'm sorry. And he turned to me and he was teacher of the year, multiple years in a row. And he understood this concept. He understood this principle. He turned to me and he goes, well, I know you're a good student. And I'm sure that you probably do know the answer. But you didn't get it right on the test. And I will bet you, you will never forget. And you know what? He was right. The question was, do all living things respire? The answer is yes. <laughs> that was 20 years ago, but he was right. And he didn't back down and he didn't cater to my, oh, but I knew the answer and I, and I just wrote it down wrong. Nope. He understood this concept. Stick to your guns, never lie, and consequences are your friend. And he wasn't a jerk to you. And he wasn't a jerk to me. He, nope. Anyway. Uh, so. Teacher of the year there. Yes, he was. So. These are those are kind of some of the benefits, I guess. Just to recap, they don't get angry about the, some of the benefits of using layered rewards. They don't get mad at you. You don't get mad at them. Um, it it helps motivate future it, success. It puts the responsibility where it, it belongs. Puts the responsibility back where it belongs, and uh, it also helps you know your kids to, to not negotiate consequences and teaches them real world how the real world works. Um, but also it. Having layered rewards also helps ensure that it'll be successful for every member of the family because d- different rewards resonate with different personalities and different family members and different ages. And so it's just overall layering rewards is very, very effective. And just a quick recap, the six layers of our parfait that we suggest are the weekly payday, number one. Number two, privileges. Use privileges to your advantage. Number three, treats, use those to your advantage and limit them and come up with some sort of plan to limit them so that they are treats again. Uh, Number four, the job bonus. Number five, the habit bonus. And number six, which we'll talk about in a future podcast, mastery. And that's the the long-term motivator. That's that long-term layer. 
ultimately, though, the, the you know, you're looking at all these rewards and all these layers. Ultimately, the biggest reward is actually them being able to succeed at anything that they want to developing their talents, getting good grades, playing the piano, getting into the college that they want to go to, uh, getting good at basketball. And they're going to find that anybody who hires them, they're going to notice that these kids have a work ethic. You know, your kids may cause all sorts of trouble, but when they go out of your house and they they decide to, you know, to 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 put their mind to something, they're going to have the work ethic to succeed where no matter what they do. Yeah, no matter what they do, if an opportunity comes their way, they're going to know what to do with that opportunity. And so I don't know if to say that's the cherry on top of the parfait of of seeing your, you know, it all come together and you becoming being able to be successful in your life and at anything you you want to work on and knowing that having that confidence to be able to achieve it, having all these abilities, talents uh, in your pocket. Right. It's it's kind of the overall treat uh, that, that... I don't know. I guess the analogy kind of falls apart. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> but the idea is... It's, it's the this, brownie at the bottom of the parfait. No. It's, it's, this, it's the, the whole uh. treat, the whole caboodle is the parfait. It's becoming you. It's becoming the, the best version Reaching of you that potential. you can be. Reaching your potential. And that's so satisfying. That's That gives you so much confidence and so much satisfaction. That's the ultimate benefit of layering rewards is that you have... You do. You become who you can and should be. You're you're fulfilling your unique mission. You, ah, we talk about that, but that is really the whole idea is to become whole and complete and and who you are and 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 accomplish what you're supposed to be doing. And I, I did want to point out that we missed we missed one point, and that is when you learn this work ethic, and as you and as we have all these different layers to help motivate, you also become more effective when you serve. And when you are helping other people, we've noticed that. That's the, right. The kids, we've noticed that kids who like uh, uh, doing service projects and stuff like that, the kids who were taught to work at home. You can't give what you don't have. If you don't know how to work, you can't help other people. You can't do good in the world if you don't know how to work. Ha, huh, that is, those, those, are, those are our thoughts about layering rewards and how to effectively do it. And I think a lot of those that we've included in the app and we've tried really hard to make it fair and reasonable. Um, obviously, you don't have to have the app to do all these things, but and, and but hopefully, you know, you'll be able to implement some of these ideas because if nothing else, do the privileges. Just start using layering privileges and treats to your advantage. Yeah, that'll and, make a difference. And, and help your kids become who they should be. And that's it. That's that's all the time we have for today. If you like what you hear in this podcast, please tell your friends. They might they may want to listen too. And if you have a suggestion for a future podcast, go to our website under support and then click contact us and send us an email and we'll we'll jump right on it. And that's it for today. Enjoy some Falcon Jasper monster mayhem. We'll see you next time.